Hi, and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast that gives you tips and tricks for how to start, grow, and sell your online business. Also take a look at our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more info around how you can make your business better. But for now, here's today's episode. Hello, and welcome to episode 159, Key Ways for How to Make Your Business Passive. So I hear this a lot of the time where people want to make their business more passive. They want to be less involved and they want their business to continue to operate and make money without as much input from them. And I guess that's the sort of quintessential essence of making a business more passive. So, well, how do you do that? And I guess one thing I would start with is that you can't make every business passive. Some businesses, especially creative businesses, need your input. So for example, a good one is an artist. If you're an artist, that business is relying on you to create your art and sell it as a product. So if you don't have the, if your business doesn't have you in it, it's kind of hard to actually create that art. So what I'm saying today in this episode is it's that 80-20 rule. 80% of businesses you can probably work on to make more passive. There are going to be 20% of those businesses which you can't. And a lot of that is around that creative field or those businesses which are just relying solely on your skills alone. And there's an inability for you to pass those skills on or retrain someone. So I guess bear that in mind with whatever we're talking about. But in saying that, there are some things that can be tied into most businesses to make them more passive. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Why do you want to do that? Why do you want to create a more passive business? Well, basically, it can give you a lot more financial freedom and flexibility. It allows you to generate that income with reduced day-to-day involvement. It means you can probably work from wherever you like in a lot of ways. And it also generally means you can work when you want and for how long you want. And so that is, I guess, the main definition of passive businesses. Righto. So let's get stuck in. So one of the first things I think we need to talk about is you need to be able to implement things that are going to change your current business to allow it to be more passive. One of the things is to identify those income streams. So it might be that you're actually looking to buy a business and you want to make sure that it's going to be a passive um, a passive business and and not require too much of your time. So these are some of the things you should look at if you're thinking of acquiring a business. These are harder to change an existing business. So we'll go into some of those steps after this. So the first one is if you're looking to acquire a business is to look for businesses that have the ability or have current currently automated systems. So what that does, it basically automates the systems and the processes in the business. You know, and that could be things like customer inquiries, order processing, payment handling, all of that sort of technical stuff that these days can be done by software or by other people. So these things, these are the things you should look to identify in a business and look for solutions through software 
um, or outsourcing that can take away those tasks from you having to do them. Another uh, income stream you'd, which is pretty good for this sort of passive business is subscription models. So offering subscription-based products or services where customers pay a reoccurring fee to access your offerings is key because reoccurring fees are generally a monthly payment or a yearly payment which customers are paying to access a standard lot of information or service. So you create it once, sell it a thousand times. So that subscription um, model is good and it also flows into digital products. So again, creating a digital product once like an ebook or an online course or templates or any sort of downloadable resource is great because you create it once and then sell it repeatedly with minimal additional effort. Okay, so the other one that we should look at for passive in income streams would be affiliate marketing. So partnering with other businesses to promote their products or services in exchange for a commission on sales generated through your referrals is exactly what affiliate marketing is. So you could set up a website with a whole lot of content in it that talks about certain services and products and have affiliations to those services and products within your content and you'll basically get a kickback from any sale that you refer through that content on your website. So once all that's created, you let the traffic come to your website through organic means and basically sit back and watch those, um, you know, those referrals come in. And the last one, which is kind of a wee bit random, but kind of still relevant, is rental income. So if applicable, you can consider renting out some assets or properties that you own and that, gener that can generate an income. So it, this is kind of like outside of the business realm, but you know, if you own property and things, obviously that is passive because you're not really doing much with it and, and you can rent it out to somebody else. Same with assets. Like, I mean, a lot of people don't think, they think about property when, when we talk about assets, but this could be anything. It could be from equipment, could be from um, software, could be anything like that, that you own. And if you can, you know, rent it out to people that need it, then that's a great way to make passive income. Okay, so if you've got an existing business and you want to make it more passive, well, how do you do that? Right. First one I would look at is streamlining your operations. So identifying tasks that can be automated or outsourced. So again, similar to what we talked about if you were looking to buy a business, look at your existing operations and look for tools and technologies that can allow you to streamline and reduce that manual sort of intervention that you have to currently be involved in. The next one is delegate responsibilities. And this is a huge one because a lot of business owners just, uh, you know, just very deep in the weeds in terms of them doing all the day-to-day -day tasks. So you need to be able to I guess take that take that jump and and hire some uh, virtual assistants and delegate those responsibilities. You need to get a capable team, you know, and get some skilled professionals that you can basically farm these tasks out and look for those tasks that are repetitive. Look for those ones that don't take a lot of skill 
Um, you know, don't take a lot of your personal input, but you think you need to be doing them at the moment. Those are the ones that you can probably pass on and delegate out to um, freelancers or uh, virtual assistants or those sorts of people. So that allows you to focus on the overall strategic decisions for the business rather than getting involved in the weeds of the day-to-day -day operations. Again, that's those areas around customer service. You know, that's a key one that the first thing I'd be looking to delegate out. The next area is creating scalable offerings. So by developing products and services that can be scaled without proportionally increasing your time and effort, you basically are creating passive income. So again, rolling back to that example we used before, the digital product that can be sold to hundreds or thousands of customers with minimal incremental effort. So it's hard to explain exactly when we're talking about all these different business types, but you'll know your business. You'll know what offerings you've got out there that you can actually go, well, actually, we can develop a similar product to this, but it's more scalable without having to, you know, put in the initial inputs. So it could be that, you know, you've got, um, you know, you've got some uh, good skills in terms of, um, you know, maybe professional advice around um, business coaching or something. So you could put all of your skills and knowledge into an ebook and then sell that as an ongoing offer rather than having to spend your time continually coaching people because that's effectively your time. But the, the ebook is a passive offering. Okay, building reoccurring revenue. So prioritize that reoccurring revenue stream, such as the subscriptions, the memberships, you know, that offer you that sort of consistent and predictable income over time. So again, this takes a lot of analyzing of your existing business and look at what is those existing reoccurring revenue streams that you could prioritize. Look at investing in marketing and branding. So establishing a strong brand presence and then invest marketing efforts into it because that continues to attract customers even when you're not actively promoting. So all of that marketing that you can do that's kind of evergreen marketing. So I'm not talking about buying an ad that goes on um, you know, TV once a week uh, for two weeks because that's not evergreen. You want to be able to get your marketing in place on other people's websites and, and that sort of thing, which is going to be there for the long term without you having to then do, you know, ongoing efforts to recreate that marketing. You want that evergreen marketing that you put in there and it, it stays there and continues to bring you traffic. And one really key way of um, that evergreen marketing would be link building. So getting like you writing a guest post that gets put on a, an authority site, so a, a site which is, you know, has really good rankings. If you can get a guest post with a link back to your website, that is really important because generally those posts will stay on those websites and they will continue to generate traffic towards your website of people that read your guest post, as long as it's interesting and engaging, they, a lot of them will generally click through on that link to come into your website. So that's a um, little tidbit of how to do that, you know, reoccurring and that evergreen marketing. So the other thing is 
and probably again that relates to that delegating responsibilities is outsourcing and collaborate, uh, collaborating with partners and freelancers. So you want to get other people to handle those specialized tasks and make sure that you know you're leveraging your experience but without being too hands-on. So once you've sort of looked at these things, if you're looking to buy a business or you've got an existing business and you want to make it more passive, you've got to, there's a, there's a thing that needs to happen after that. And that's the ongoing management of a passive business. So you've achieved it. If you've gone through all those steps and you've made, maybe, and maybe it's not, it's realistic. You know, you, maybe you haven't, um, you know, you haven't been able to do the the four hour work week, you know, but you've taken your job from say 60 hours a week down to 30 hours a week. That's still a massive achievement in terms of making it more passive and creating more time for you. But the key thing with that is if you've achieved that in any realm of making it more passive, you do need to manage it going forward. So there's a few steps of how to do that because a lot of businesses can, can drift and um, suffer from a business owner who's gone through all these steps to make it passive and then takes the, you know, eye off the prize and basically lets the business diminish. So you do need to do stuff to continue to, I guess, monitor what's happening. So the first one is to make sure that you regularly assess the performance of your of your income streams, particularly those passive income streams. And look to optimize those marketing efforts, um, you know, update that content or the products. And I guess ensure to continue that your offerings still remain relevant and appealing to people because that can change over time. So you need to keep, you know, keep looking at that and reviewing it and put in a review period. So it might be that every three months you review those things and see if things need changing. You need to stay adaptable. So Obviously, business environments change and consumer preferences evolve consistently. So you need to be able to stay adaptable and open to adjusting your strategies to align with those marketing trends. So keep an eye on those, keep an eye on your competitors and, and see where your revenue streams are going up and down and, and question why that is and, and just make sure that you stay involved in all of those trends. The, and the third one I would say is sort of continue learning. So stay involved and informed about your industry trends, those new technologies, and any innovations that can actually enhance your passive business. So you don't want a business just to go, right, well, this is my product and this is what I sell and that's going to be it. You know, you do want to be able to look to enhance that and make it better as you go along the track. So look for any opportunity that can enhance those passive income streams. So there you have it. That's what I would suggest in terms of ways to make, well, ways to look to buy a passive business um, and then ways to make your an existing business more passive and also ways to manage that once you've done that, once you've managed to achieve getting your business passive. But all of this stuff takes a bit of time and it also takes a bit of planning up front and a bit of effort. So plan it out along the lines that we've talked about with those different sort of steps and stages and look to put in a plan over a realistic time period. And you will find if you if you follow those steps and work your way through it, you'll find that slowly you will get more time in your business and you will find that um, you probably start to enjoy your business a bit more as well because when you've got more time away from the you know the weeds and the the day-to-day -day operations, you actually get more time to look 
you know, stand back and look at business as a whole. So that's really important to actually long-term um, success of your business. So hopefully that's been a help to you. If you need some help in your business and you want some more ideas about how to make it passive, feel free to jump on our website, emilyandblair.com and go to our contact form and you can book in um, with a 30-minute free phone call with me. Uh, or you can also have a look on our, um, you know, our library of, of content. We've got a heap of articles on there, over 500 articles about how to start, how to grow and how to sell a business. And there's heaps of stuff in there about how to be more passive within your business as well. So that's all free content you can go and have a look at. That's all we've got time for in episode 159, the key ways for how to make your business passive. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Elevating Business. Make sure to check out our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more tips and tricks for how you can grow and make your business more successful.